Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Uh, now I'm too young to remember exactly who she is. I just remember the name, Tuesday. Why would you name someone Tuesday? <laughs> it's the worst day of the week. Yeah, I'm not that chippy, <laughs> yeah, despite that intro, because it's been a day, hasn't it, Brendan? Oh, one of the worst. Yeah, like. Ever hearing a room full of white Republicans yell. Everyone's like yelling. Everyone's yelling. I don't like it one bit. The only people I want to see yelling are people who are holding an apple, holding an orange, yes. holding a peach. Hold, you gotta be holding something. You gotta be holding some sort of fruit or a champagne glass or a diamond. Or a computer generated star. Or the idea of a meatball. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's briefly jump into some of the highs of the past 24 hours, which were the Big Brother finale and American Horror Story. Yes. Big, Big Brother finale, we've been waiting for it. Second queer winner in the history of Big Brother. First female queer winner. Yeah. Which is exciting. You know, uh, I wasn't a Casey lover throughout the season, but with our final three, she was who I was rooting for. Yeah. I wasn't going to have JC because he's been the most problematic sure. piece of crap. But also, like, KC justified her win. I think someone said she's won the most competitions of any winner. Right. So, like, hello. Yeah, and she's had a strong social game. Yeah. She was a part of level six. Level six. Level up, baby. Um, however, one of my... So, the rose is her winning. The thorn is... 
uh, our favorite Caitlin getting no screen time because Swaggy C proposed to Bailey. I was pissed. I was so pissed. So pissed. He took all... The only people I wanted to see uh, who were voted off before jury mm-hmm. was Caitlyn. That's yeah. all I wanted to hear from. And we didn't get it because fucking het nonsense. Like, you just saw on the Oscar... Not the Oscars. The what? The Emmys. Mm. That proposal. Which yeah. was great. Lovely. Sure. It's, it wasn't taking time from anyone because those things go on forever. And those people probably knew each other more than 23 days. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> He's spent more time, I think, with her family than he has with her. Like with her dad. Like marry the dad. Yeah. It's legal. Uh, so yeah, that was a, a very strange moment. And of course, we get more Julie Chen Moonves start to finish. And we get the confirmation that Celebrity Big Brother's coming. Though we knew that. Yeah. Um, but it was implied that she'll be there. Yeah. it's At least it's nice to know we have that to look forward to in our lives. Yeah. I, like, looking back and remembering the two weeks that were Celebrity Big Brother, like, what a great, cozy time in my life. Because it was, like, January. Oh, yeah. And, like, you could go home on a Friday night and turn on the old boob tube and there were your friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to to see who's coming on board this year. Do you have any early predictions? Uh, you know, I know New York is stomping around on Braxton Family Values for some reason Mm -hmm. now. And uh, we're going to spare you a call from Connor this week talking on and on about that. It's like that nonsense. And he tries to ask us a question that he thinks is like original, but it's just like... Oh my God, no, but we love Connor. And he's now our gaming (laughs) sister because he's getting a PS4. Uh, But uh, I feel like they saved New York for season two in my brain of brains. Oh, you think? Interesting. I think we're going to get... I think they're going to try to scrounge up another Trump White House person because that, that that got them news oh, yeah, every sure. single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then which housewife do you think will go in if a housewife goes in? Well, it's got to be someone who's not currently a housewife anymore, I would mm-hmm. say. Right? Yeah. Uh, I feel like... A, I mean, Phaedra Parks is also on the Braxton Family Values show, but no, she probably wouldn't do it because she has young children. Right. I was going to say one of the twins. No, but that what if no they one did, would care enough. What if they did a twin challenge? You know how sometimes they do a twin challenge where they send a twin in? Like they did a couple seasons yeah. ago on regular Big Brother. But I forgot. Are the twins identical? I don't know. People are dumb. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, we have that. Until, I mean, this was a great season of Big Brother. I think it's like uh, critically acclaimed. I usually drop off and then like pick up right at the end. Yeah. I most weeks watched it. Yeah. No, I think there was one week we fell off because we had a busy week and we just skipped those episodes. Mm -hmm. But besides that... Also an easy show to skip. Like, you don't have to see everything. Because they do do a good recap in the beginning of every episode. Right. Uh, So, that into American Horror Story, surprise bitch. So American Horror Story isn't like a show we would talk about regularly on this, but we've been fans since the begin. Yeah. Um... And this season I've been liking, I've heard mixed reviews, but even if like you haven't been loving the season so far, last night was the episode. Especially if you're like a longtime fan. Yeah. But also, uh, I think like even, even before like the, the surprises showed up at the end, mm-hmm. it was a fun, good episode. Yeah. We got Billy Eichner back. We yes. got um, more with robot Kathy Bates. We yes. got a lot of stuff. But you know what? 
this season, and maybe, like, now that I think about it, probably a lot of seasons of American Horror Story are kind of like, you know that uh, there's, like, part of that drinking game, Kings, where, called Sentence, where, you, like, you have to say a sentence, like, I, and then the next person has to say, like, I went, and then the next person has to say, I went to the... And like I went to the store, and then it keeps going around in a circle. Yeah, sorry, I was I, I knew what you were talking about from the jump. Did I leave you? No, I wasn't doing sure if you were long. registering. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I feel like the episodes are kind of like that. Like someone writes the first episode, and then they just have to work with it, and mm-hmm. then they make the next episode, and then it goes to the next like chef in the kitchen, and then they. It have does to... feel like that. Um, but the big spoiler alert for if you are watching and haven't watched yet, but the big reveal at the end is so. S- Basically, Sarah Paulson that's been on this season, her character, and Kathy Bates' character poison everyone in the house, basically. Yeah. And then Kathy Bates gets controlled by the devil and shoots Sarah Paulson Because she's a robot. But then, you don't miss Sarah Paulson for more than two minutes, because she's back, but as her... uh, Which character? Coven character, Cordelia, and with her... Are Emma Roberts and um, Francis Conroy. Francis Conroy. Conrad? Conroy. Yeah, Conroy. Um, and they come back and they revive the witches in the house. So you find out who the witches are in the. Uh, I almost want to say Big Brother house because it's kind of like the Big yeah. Brother house. But it's, it's like who bunker. you want them to be. It's Leslie Grossman, who I was concerned for a split second that she was dead. Right. But she's like in the main cast, so she's not dead. Right. Uh, Adina Porter mm-hmm. and Billy Lord, thank God. Right. Billy Lord. Give, give her the performance an Emmy. of a lifetime. Give her an Emmy. No, give honestly give Leslie Grossman an Emmy because she is lighting up the screen. She's been. I thought Billy Lord was lighting up the screen too. I mean, she is like both. Uh, give both acting wise Emmy. and special effects wise. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's just fun to see Leslie Grossman go on this journey with Ryan Murphy, like twenty years in the making. Right. Right. Because so, she's been working with him since Popular. Right. But we saw that at the beginning of that last season, which you didn't watch. I know, but she wasn't main cast last season. Right. Um, Hot Devil. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got you mid-sip. The Devil's Hot. He was also, like, a crazy person in Gianni's story. I need to really tap back down into that. Okay. Now that they have the Emmys. Yeah. Uh, So, that's just, like, a dip, a quick dip of the toe. Into other TV we're watching. Some positive things going on in this world. Fall becomes a busier, non-Bravo TV time for me. Yeah. Like, I'm also watching The Purge, which I love, but I won't won't go into details. Sure. Uh, So, let's get into the news. We got some news. Uh, So, I mean, to really start it off on an amazing note... Uh, TMZ is reporting... Not an amazing note. No, I'm being facetious. Oh. (laughs) Uh, TMZ is reporting, one of the stars of Real Houses of Potomac has been criminally charged with sexual assault for grabbing the butt of a crew member. Michael Darby, the husband of Ashley Darby, allegedly grabbed and groped the butt of a cameraman who was filming an episode of the show. The cameraman, Orville Palmer, claims after the grope, he turned around and Darby gave him a flirtatious look. Orville says he instructed Darby to stop and then told the supervisor. Darby has been cho- uh, charged with felony assault as well as misdemeanor and proper su- sexual conduct. Uh, con- contact, rather. Palmer says the incident occurred September 1st. The maximum punishment is 11 years in prison. So what I'm hoping is that Ashley does not jump to the defense of, uh, what's yeah. his name? Michael. Michael. Um, Hopefully uses this as a justification to really get out. Also, 
Is Bravo involved? That TMZ doesn't answer. Like, is Bravo getting involved in this? I know there seems to be a lot more to the story that we don't know. Uh-huh. Obviously, it broke today. Yeah. But the fact that the the cameraman told his supervisor and like charges were f- they decided to go ahead and like report it to the police and charges are filed and are they just a different production company Potomac than any of the other ones? They're not Evolution. I, no, I thought Potomac is the same as Atlanta. Is it the? That's the one with the peach logo, right? Yeah, I I could figure that out real quick, um, but yeah, I mean Bravo's got to be involved, right? And it's crazy because we're not we're not really fully reporting on this now, but um, what's his name? Thomas Ravenel mm-hmm. was arrested this week for the charges that we've previously reported on, right? So it's not something new that he was arrested for. He was arrested for Is it the ones against the nanny. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, fuck these men. Yeah, fuck men. I'm, like, I fucking hate men these days. Yeah. It's too bad that we are part of that. That's true. That category. Uh, Let's let's move on to some women. We've got some Roni updates. I know. To go through. Even though, like, the season's over, it's still number one in our hearts, baby. Um... Carol Radswell, gone but not forgotten at all. No. Um, she has a couple items this week. So the first one is that she gave an interview to T- Us Weekly where she was asked about which of the um, Roni cast members she still talks to. And there was only one of them. And the answer would surprise a lot of people, but it didn't surprise me one bit. Mm-hmm. So she said... Ramona keeps in touch. Ramona, I'll be honest, she's a very good girlfriend. There's a reason why she has 25 really close girlfriends that she's accumulated. She knows how to create and maintain friendships. So that's a friendship that I'm sure I'll see outside the show. That's about it. I haven't really talked to any of the... uh, I'm not close with any of the other girls. Which... Uh, you know, I'm like a little sad to hear she's not close with Dorinda, but I feel like Dorinda's very booked and busy these days. Yeah, and that, I feel like that friendship, like, though we wanted it to be like sisters for life, was sort of like made for TV. A marriage of convenience. Yeah. Um, so then there's another, uh, Carol bit. So, Bravo's play-by-play started this past week. And we tuned in, baby. Um, and that's, this is the Het Show. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. So that show that Jerry, Jerry O'Connell hosts where it's a bunch of men, not all heads, but a bunch of men talking about, um, uh, Michael Yo, Brendan Schaub and Dave Holmes talking about Bravo shows. Um, before we get into the meat of the story, I do want to say, I want to give Jerry O'Connell credit because I thought he did a good job. He, he is a true fan. Yeah. He's speaking the language. He's, it doesn't come across as like scripted. Scripted, not true of everyone on the panel. We can leave it at that. Yes, um, I agree with you. So, on the first episode, Andy was brought on for whatever reason. Um, I, I guess because he's the head. <laughs> I mean, he's also like a producer of the show. Um, and Jerry asked uh, Andy about his feud with uh, Carol that began during the reunion when um, Carol called. Or told Andy that he was full of shit. Yeah. Um, Andy said, quote, I thought it was very Trumpian of her. And I was very surprised by that. So, reactions to that? So, well, Carol reacted to it. Right. By tweeting out. uh, She said, LOL, I stand by hashtag FOS. Full of shit. 
Trumpian is what Andy did, created a false equivalent. He said we both bashed each other all season. Look at the clips. I was in the same outfit, a black top, because it was all the last episodes and interviews and taped two weeks before the reunion. Hashtag play-by-play, eye-roll emoji. Is this the thing that you said made you want to pull your hair out? Yes, because she was trying to make this point during the reunion, and like Andy was not listening to it. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that like maybe it would sink in and register after the fact a little bit. But clearly not if he's going on play-by-play and saying this still. My conspiracy theory mind is, like, Andy doesn't like when it gets too in the weeds about production. Yes. And yes, it is breaking the fourth wall in terms of, like, acknowledging when interviews are filmed in relation to the rest of the season. Right. Like, he would like us to believe, like, they're giving an interview. Like, they step onto a green screen right after Right after the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the case. But they used to do that. Or they used to sometimes do that. Well, they used to, like... Just turn the camera at the person and do, like, a one-on-one. Do you remember Bethany standing in the street in her <laughs> roller skates? Yeah. And she, like, skates down into Times Square. Exactly. That's not the world we live in anymore. Right. So, like, Carol's point is very valid. The, the times she was speaking harsh to Bethany was at the end when she had given up at this point. hmm So, that's Trumpian of him. Yeah. So, um, let's go into the Tribeca panel next. Okay. Um, before we bring back our favorite segment, um, let's go into the Tribeca panel first, and we'll set it up yeah. for you. So this was like everyone was reporting on the Tribeca panel that happened. It was a ten-year retrospective on um, Roni. Yeah, you probably heard of this. Yeah, and it was Andy. It was one of the executive producers. It was Sonia Tinsley and Dorinda, which is an interesting choice of three. But yes, here we are, and we have former guest Hillary, who was there present to give a slightly different perspective and some unreported. Uh, body language body language analysis. analysis. So let's take a listen. Hey guys, this is Hillary calling through um, with a little recap of an event I just went to, um, which was at like the TV part of the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, and it was 10 years of the Real Housewives of New York City. And so it was like a panel moderated by Andy. And it was um, one of the executive producers of Roni and um, Sonia and Tinsley and Dorinda. And the best part, though, was at the end when they opened it up for audience questions. So some people asked really good questions. Um, Andy did say that they could not answer any questions about what we've not yet seen. Um, But someone did ask a very important question, which was, can everyone please share how they would feel if Jill Zarin returned? And Andy looked so incredibly nervous that one of these women would spill the beans because obviously we have Sonia who's already saying like insane things the entire time and is just like shouting stuff and whatever. So Andy did seem pretty scared that they would talk about um, that. (laughs) Like if, you know, she's already been filming or anything like that or if, if they know anything of her status as FLH or full Apple, who knows, but he did say never say never, and um, Tinsley said that Jill has been wanting to play tennis with her, so I'm going to take those things to mean at least FOH status. Thank you, Hillary. So everyone was reporting on the Jill part of it all, and especially Andy's thing about 
like once you're in the family, you never leave. Yeah, because it's the mafia. But I think the interesting part is that Andy looked uncomfortable during the question. Well, yeah, he didn't want any of the ladies to say something that would spill the beans. And I feel like if nothing was happening, there would be nothing to worry about. Yeah. And the Tinsley asking, or Tinsley saying that Jill asked her to tennis sounds like an almost nod to like Jill asked her to film or something like that. Um, also, Jill this week was playing tennis with guess who? Marla Maples. Mm. Are we going to see Marla Maples as a friend of? I don't think so. I know. I was just trying to. No, but I think what it's really going to come down to when they do take their first real trip, mm-hmm. that's when the cards will be on the table. Right. We'll see. We'll see. But it's time for a Barbara K update. Our favorite segment, Barbara K update. Uh, I wish we had like a little jingle for it. Does uh, anyone do music? Write us a Barbara no, K update. I mean, Alex jingle. can sing another song. <laughs> uh, maybe it's something in a different direction. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, so I am following Barbara K on Instagram, so Same. it's fun to keep tabs on what's going on. She was at a wedding this past weekend with a familiar face, mm-hmm. and like it took me a minute to register. It was Bethany's gay from Bethany Ever After. I think he's even popped up. Since the return, like during some real estate moments, maybe? Maybe. Um, famously, she tried to set him up on Bethany Ever After, I think. Oh. And famously, I'm in that episode. Oh, famously, yes. In the background. Uh, so, I dug a little deeper and went to his Instagram page. And he posted, I think it was like a picture from the skinny girl, Jean launch party at Macy's Mm -hmm. talking about like how amazing Barbara Kay is. And I can't wait to see her on next season. Messy. I know. Messy. messy. You were breaking the rules. Here's the thing. And I actually, it's very interesting. And a lot of specifically the gays of these shows don't get it right. I would say for like the long lasting gays, like Mm. Miss Lawrence and Derek J. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the gays love to get messy on social media real quick and love to post on Instagram and yada, yada, yada. And that's probably why we didn't see a Brad for a long time. Though we did see him in season four, but he was absent for a long time. Mm -hmm. We don't see um, any one of Alexis Bellino's gays coming back. We... We're not seeing Vicky's friend or whatever. Or or the Dallas gay. The Dallas... Yeah. Um, Though we got a whole new slew of gays. Yes, we did. On this week's episode. We'll be getting to that in a little bit. Um, But yeah, so keep your gay mouth shut. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Wow. And that's your Barbara Kay update for the week. Okay, so this next item, I need need Dan to put on his... (laughs) Legal hat, sure, yeah, and like walk us through it. Well, Us Weekly reports Gretchen Rossi and Alexis Bellino haven't been cast members on The Real Housewives of Orange County for the past five seasons. What but if that was just the report? Us Weekly yeah, reports that they just haven't been around yeah. for five seasons. <laughs> but the two women are still involved in the drama. Rossi and her longtime boyfriend Slade Smiley have agreed to testify against Shannon Bedore and Tamara Judge on behalf of Alexis's ex-husband Jim Bellino. This is wild, and. I think we need to pause for a second because it's not in here, but the reason that Jim Bellino's suing is because Shannon and um, Tamara talk shit about him on Juicy Scoop, the podcast. Oh, I thought they talked shit about him on Watch Heavens Live. I thought that was it. It's Juicy Scoop? Pretty sure it's Juicy Scoop. Okay. Uh, so according Maybe it's both. To, according to court documents obtained by Us Weekly, Jim filed paperwork on Monday, September 25th, claiming he was contacted by Smiley who told him he and Rossi wanted to help him in his lawsuit against Bedore and Judge. 
Jim said in the document, Smiley told him the couple will provide testimony regarding the anger, hostility, and ill will the defendants harbor with respect to Bellino. Smiley also allegedly told Jim he and Rossi can provide evidence that the defendants have a pattern of making up stories to create notoriety for themselves in the media, per the docs. Interesting. Uh, I remember, like, us talking about the lawsuit a little while ago. I don't remember all the details of it. When you're mentioning parts, I... I, uh, There has to be, like, something they said that would, like affect something like his business or maybe uh, like I think the divorce. it had to do with the trampoline parks maybe okay maybe the trampoline parks um this is like what's her name versus brandy all over again joanna krupa versus brandy mm. all over again except that actually like went on for a long time this could do the this same could be the same let's get cameras up Let's get cameras up. Let's get them on Rossi 39. Speaking of which, as I get older, mm-hmm. I'm 31 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really that close in age to Gretchen Rossi. I love look at me, baby. No, but I mean, like, she was on the show so long ago. Oh, yeah, when she was on the show, she, she was, was so like younger young. than you. Ugh. Wild. Yeah. Hold on to your daddies. <laughs> uh, so I think that's pretty much it for the news this week there's a lot let's get into the shows sure OC Lo- love it or list it list it please <laughs> send it along OC is one of them where they need the cameras up and pointed at the producers also okay um, break the fourth wall that's the only thing that's gonna help sure I have a question about how they're casting this show hmm OC, you would think that women in Orange County are more likely to want to do a show like this, so you have a bigger pool to choose from. Do you think they're more likely? Why? More than like a Beverly Hills or a New York. I would think Beverly Hills more, because if you're living in the Beverly Hills area, you're probably like tangentially associated with the entertainment industry. Right, but like you... A lot of people in the entertainment industry are very like buttoned up and don't want to be in front of the camera. Mm. That's why we get. That's why who we get are like actresses, oh, okay. like soap soap stars. In New York, New York people are like people who have a lot of money are like t- traditionally like keep it quiet or yeah, stay sure. to themselves and yeah. whatever. Spend that money, baby. So OC, where like it's like a lot of new money, mm. a lot of um, unsinkable Molly Browns out there. You would think that more people would want to show. So why are we getting like? The bottom of the barrel? The dredges. Okay. Well, I think we did have a star-making moment <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode for one new cast member. But let's start from the beginning where we learn that last year, Steve dumped Vicky, like, over the summer, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And then Steve moved in with his mommy. So and he wants Vicky for her money. He was... I didn't realize, I guess, that he's living with Vicky full-time? Yeah. I didn't realize. No, that. remember, like the whole the whole gag is he's living with her, but she's upset. He, he hasn't done a change of address form with the postal service. Oh yeah, I forgot about that boring. I know ass. they were probably eating one of those like weird salads with shrimp on it, right? Yeah. Uh, so like that is so Kelly is spreading this and bringing it up on camera. Love it, love it, Kelly. Doing, doing the job. We have players here, is my thing. Like, we've got yeah. good people. We just got, like, some... We just need some stick in the muds. We just need some glue. And Heather Dubrow is who we need. Yeah. Uh, we have, like, Gina and Emily by themselves hanging out on a farm. 
Like they they can't be by themselves yet. There's okay. Gina's interesting. Emily's boring unless she's telling someone she wants to kill them. Yeah, but although Gina is talk is talking about a pretty boring thing in terms of like her moving to Orange County and she loves the weather. Like it's like oh, oh okay, <laughs> thanks for this. Get That's a like life. me talking about the short buildings in L.A. Oh my god! Well, which you did for <laughs> twenty minutes on this podcast. <laughs> It's in 2016. Go look it up. Okay. Dan's first time in LA. Short buildings, and it takes a long time to get a bagel. That's okay. he took 20 minutes to say yes. those two points. Uh, so we get a TBT, a throwback Thursday, a turn back time Thursday, mm-hmm. with Valentina's. I guess like Vicky hosted some party there. Oh once. yeah. Uh, and she liked like the the, the chef. chef, and then she ran into the chef in the mall and asked him to host a cooking event in her house. You think Vicky's going to the mall? Yeah. What else is there to do in Orange County? <laughs> uh, it's probably like one of those malls that pretends to be upscale, right? Sure. Uh, so she she's like talking with Vicky's talking to, to Tamara about how much she loves Steve and Vicky's not and Tamara's not convinced. Do you think that Vicky loves Steve? No. Not at all. You do? No, I was just oh, asking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Tamara at this little meetup rats out Kelly for telling about like the moving in with the mommy and see Tamara. We need more two-sided flop. What's it called? Two-faced. Two-faced Tamara. Like this is a good start, but like really rev it up. I know, but like if that's all you're bringing to the table is like jumping back and forth, riding on people, that's not enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, like, pretty rookie Carrie Duber level yeah. stuff. And, like, that's all Tamara's been doing for, like, seven seasons, I know, much. but, like, sometimes, like, back then it was refreshing. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. So then we get Gina and Kelly, like, kind of working out. They're just kind of working, wearing workout clothes and climbing up and down steps, it yeah. like. You know who's always in a workout clothes on this show? Emily. Feels like Emily's always... Oh, yeah, always she lives in an athleisure. In, on the verge. Uh, also, how many episodes in are we? Because I'm still... Like, still, eight or nine. Still have difficulties with their names. Mm-hmm. Like, I sometimes forget which one's Gina and which one's Emily. Yeah, and, like, with no doubt, you will not be slipping up on... Barbara Kay. Right. <laughs> Next season. Though Gina, I should actually be better on because I feel like Gina is a very um, tri-state area name. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you were born and raised here, but like outside of uh, the tri-state area, I feel like there's not a lot of Ginas. Oh, yeah. No, I recognize the fact that Gina is... Like Italian. Is around here, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Every Italian family has like seven Tonys and seven Ginas. Okay, yeah. Seven <laughs> Tonys and seven Ginas. Uh but then, like, so they're getting into Gina's divorce now. Like, she's now announcing that she's getting divorced. It's just, like, full-fledged now. Yeah. I feel like last week... She was saying they had problems. They had problems, but now we're just, like... And a week later, we're... Ta-da. It's just, like, the timing of this is very... Sus. Not sus, but, like, this is not the right trajectory for... A television show. You can't like right. just, you can't just like pop up, plop up here, and then 
everyone care about your divorce. Like, we don't even know who you are. Right. We need a season where it's status quo of you. You need to either be post-divorce or, like, have a good year year where we're seeing... Like, I want to see you bickering for a little while. Yeah. Especially, like, we want to see him because he's hot. Yeah. Show us this hot man bicker. Yeah. Can they at least, like, show him shirtless photos of him with his face <laughs> blurred out? Oh, my God. You're sick. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we don't care. Whatever. Quick side note. Below Deck, getting these, like, highfalutin promos. Below Deck is... People love it. We get, like, a musical number for the next season. Captain Lee, is he... Isn't he, like, even barely on each episode? I mean, he's not the focal. Him and, like, Sandy aren't the focal, but they're definitely forces. They're very... It's like the Lisa Vanderpump. It's very Lisa Vanderpump. Sure. Um, I might give regular... Blow deck a chance because I did end up loving blow deck med, mm. and I just need to. I like want to know. Apparently, this woman Kate is like legendary. Kate Chastain. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Chrissy Teigen interacts with her a lot. Didn't Chrissy Teigen like film a a blow deck a blow deck like, like homage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still love Chrissy Teigen. I'm great. I know. She, like, it's funny how she, like she hasn't messed up. Right. And she follows me, and if she likes a tweet of mine, I swear. It's like, boop. Boop. <laughs> um, wait, we can talk about this during Dallas, but Leanne surprising uh, Chrissy? I didn't get to see it, so I need you to fill me in. So, yes, we will talk about it during Dallas. Okay. Uh, okay. So, we're back in the show. I don't even know. Some, I think someone went to go pick up Kelly to go to the cooking event. Yeah, because... Oh, it was probably Shannon climbing up that damn spiral staircase. Like, it amazes me that this is the only way into the apartment. <laughs> I kind of love it. Because of the visual of Kelly getting home drunk and just trying to just maneuver like, up that like staircase. Like, crawling it up on hands and knees. Though, like, sometimes when you're, like, a certain level, level of drunk, like... It's you're like almost a gymnast. Be- it's almost yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You could do, like, acrobatics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just can't... Like, carrying up a grocery... Up those spiral staircases. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. And then having to go back down. If luggage? Luggage. I would just, like, throw it off the fucking balcony. <laughs> oh, Have you boring. packed it for Atlantic City? No. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Vicky is letting Domenico know who he can flirt with and who he cannot flirt with. And Vicky, and, like, you obviously know who, who you can't, who... He can and they can't. But Vicky gets an X with a question mark. Wild. Because she doesn't want to see you. <laughs> so her and um, what's-his-name have diddled, right? So I think even Tamara said this in the episode. Like, Vicky and Domenico have more chemistry than Vicky and Steve. They should just, like, get it over with. I know. Why? Like, I feel like she just has... She has a person in her brain who she thinks she should be with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's... Like I, picture, I could picture her, like, not wanting to be with him because, like, he has an accent or something. Yeah. But, like, Brooks also had an accent. Yeah, but, Brooks like... Brooks was outside the archetype of, like, who Vicky should be with, though, too. And that's why she, li- why, why she liked him. Yeah. Yeah. And he diddled and fiddled and... <laughs> and, got, and got new teeth. Uh, and married. So, you know what's funny is Vicky seems, like, very not... Un- she seems, like less angry than I normally think she would be in terms of when she was confronting Kelly about like talking about Steve, breaking up with her Mm -hmm. and moving out and wants her for her money. Her reaction is very 
tempered. Well, I think like it's been talked about so much that like maybe she's just like, eh. Or I think she just like does. She actually doesn't love him, so she doesn't really like. It's hard to like passionately defend yourself when you don't even believe it yourself. So by the time I bet you, right when the reunion is filmed, you think they'll split up. They'll split up. Mm. Hopefully. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It's not. It's fine. They can split up. People who should, who should not be together should split up. Vicky Lodge. Vicky, no. No, no, no. It's like Veronica, <laughs> Veronica Lodge. No. Uh, okay. So we're like eating. We're chatting. We, of course, get to Gina's divorce. And the women, all have something to say about it, which... It's crazy. Which is crazy because what is your horse in this race? Have, none of you have even met this man. And each and every one of you has have gotten been a divorced. divorced. Recently. Yeah. Even. Like he could be the biggest piece of shit. Though he's attractive. Maybe they've seen uh, a picture. Oh yeah, so they're like team you <laughs> in terms of just keep him around. Uh, yeah, so everyone's so upset about it. It doesn't make any logical sense to me, Shannon says. Uh, and then Vicky says, you went before God and said, I'm going to marry you. And then hell. Gina, Gina says, well, I don't believe in God. <laughs> She says, I believe in me. I believe in a higher power. Yeah, I, I believe in a God, not like maybe necessarily the God you believe in or da-da-da. So... Like backpedaling a little bit. And then like Kelly, like when, when she was saying spiritual power, Kelly Dodd, which is like wild to see, is like squawking like, that's God! <laughs> that's like funny like for Kelly to be so passionate about this. Well, like... But I understand. I definitely understand the culture in terms of like... People who, like, aren't really that into it love to pretend to be so into it. Right. And it's a very... It's Orange County, so it's, like, that's God. Yeah. That's, like, the most, like, religious conservative part of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. California. Um, So, do you think that Gina gets to go to the same place as dogs when we die? On the bridge? On the Rainbow Bridge. Uh... Well, maybe well, according to Vicky, she's not going to go anywhere. You'll be. She didn't. She say like you'll regret this for an eternity. Oh yeah, that was like so <laughs> scary. It's so funny, like when people like care what someone else believes. Right, as if like you're going to be hanging out up there. Like, what are you worried about? Like, if you're if you're so comfortable in your convictions, like you're good. Well, oh, I guess there's also like the message sort of, of like. Like, some religions have the message of, like, you, you, it's your job to save other people, I think. That's, like, what, that's like all evangelicals. Yeah, it's, like, like the gag. Yeah, that's the gag. Like, you're <laughs> explaining, like, it's, isn't it crazy how people are like this? Like, yeah, like, everyone who voted Donald Trump into office, mm. that's them. Mm-mm-mm. I see what you're saying. Um, except the rules don't apply to him. Yeah, I am. Which is funny. But we, we don't have to go into oh, that. Oh, my God. We're, we're just going. a little fired up from today's series. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you don't have a moral compass in your soul, which causes Gina to get up. <laughs> and run to the bathroom. And call, uh, what's his name? Matt. Matt. And, and Matt's even like, like, we don't hear Matt, but we hear what she's saying to Matt. Right. He probably can't be heard. Yeah. He can't be He's tamed. not allowed to be heard. I need to do a deep dive into Matt. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel like uh, we like know someone who knows him. In North Los Angeles? 
That's where they always say that he lives. <laughs> North Los Angeles. Is that a thing? Is no. That, no, okay. no. That's like that's like either the valley or like I, I don't know Los Angeles that well, but like either like the valley or like Calabasas, which I guess is in the mm. valley, right? No, I don't think so. I think it's No, I think the valley's east and I think Calabasas is north. The, I could be wrong. The valley's north though too. No I think it's northeast. Northeast. And then the what's where Calabasas is called? Just like Calabasas, baby. And like Thousand Oaks is over there. <laughs> uh, okay, so so then they're, ta- they're talking about the fact that divor- the divorce rate in, in Orange County is 60 to 70 percent. Which, what, what's the divorce rate for this here country? Well, you know, what's funny, just this week I was reading an article how the divorce rate is actually down like 10 percent from 10 years ago or something. Because... Gay people finally were allowed to get married. Well, like that. No, it's a combination of that and also like our generation. We're getting married later. Mm -hmm. So. I think weddings are over, you know. Oh my god, you went to that one wedding we and now you're at good. a really good wedding. <laughs> and like, what's the point of having uh, any other anymore? But what about the people who didn't get to go to that good wedding? Sucks to Sorry. suck. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think it's interesting. That the times are changing. But not no see. Yeah. Just getting worse. Yeah. Well, because I think, my opinion is that they're holding themselves to, like, these crazy religious convictions mm. that nobody can dear meet. And so they're automatically more unhappy. Yeah. And I, I think there's also, like, a lot of, even though this is one of the things they were fighting about, is, like, there's, like, money involved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then we get a sit-down... Meet up, tweet up with Emily, Shane, and Kelly. And Kelly brings our mother, Jolie. <laughs> I know it's just because, like, it's a weird time for kids. But, like, isn't it weird? Like, kids of a certain age can either be, like, one size or another. Because, oh, yeah, like, they're, yeah, yeah. like, they're growing oh, yeah, at, yeah, like, yeah, such yeah. a weird, rapid rate. And nobody's on, like, the same page because people grow in different times. And, yeah. like... It's, like, funny. I mean, Jolie and Emily's stepdaughter, like, didn't look like they were contemporaries, but they were the same age. Right. Yeah. Growth is so funny. Yeah. Anatomy. Anatomy, baby. Uh, so, they, like, kind of made up Shane and Kelly, but Kelly was just kind of like, I don't give a fuck. He's, like, a dweeb. <laughs> also, he was being, like, a, like... Annoying. Person. Yeah. Also, yeah. like... Um, I hate looking at him. Yeah. But we've gotten our mid-season preview. Yeah. Which, of course, we have something problematic. We got the girls going to Jamaica, and everyone's wearing, like, Rasta hats with dreads hanging out. Which is, like, we already got them wearing sombreros earlier in the season. Yeah. Like, get a life. Um, but that's OC. That's OC for you. I feel you. like I've made a lot of generalizations from people who live oh in Orange God, County poor, today. I know. We, we lost our Orange County <laughs> fan base. No, just kidding. I know that if you're listening to this, you're not like the rest of them. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Should we go to Dallas? Sure, yeah. Okay. Let's, before we get into like the show, there's a couple of fun, interesting things. Sure. Dallas. So first, okay. It's all, it's most of it's Deandra-centric. Um... So the first thing is, after Deandra appeared on Watch What Happens Live, which aired on Tuesday, not even on the Dallas day. I know. What was up with that? It's just like... I feel like something funny was going on this week, because the Chrissy Teigen episode was pre-taped. 
yeah. on a Monday. And usually the pre-taped episodes are for Thursday. And, like, last night was uh, Naomi Campbell. Which... Wait, what? Maybe it was pre-taped because it was the Emmys? Maybe. No, that was no, Emmys was last week. Yeah, Emmys, we Sorry. talked about Emmys <laughs> on this show last week. <laughs> I'm not well. Um, so, Deandra was, like, caught up outside of Watch Out is Live. Her show must have been live. Because... TMZ clips come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, sure. next day. Um, so, they started asking her about Ted Cruz and Beto. Beto. O'Rourke? Yeah, I know. We're not... Like, I only I'm, I only recognize him in the written form. Yeah, same. Because, like, we're not getting Beto O'Rourke, like, ads here in New York City. Yeah. So, she said... Ted, she was obviously, like, a little tipsy, like, having a fun night out, yeah. Watch Happens Live. Like, it's only her second time ever on Watch Happens Live, which is, I think. Oh, wow. She was only on one season last... I know, but, like, that's so sad that, like, she wasn't on multiple times last season. They disrespect Dallas I know. so much. I feel like Andy, like, woke up a little bit this year, although it's, the ratings are horrendous. I know. Ugh. Let's not talk about okay. that. Um, so the TMZ reporter t- told her about how Ted Cruz got booed out of a restaurant the mm-hmm. other day. Um, and Deandra goes, Ted Cruz got booed out of a restaurant? That doesn't really surprise me. Which is surprising <laughs> us because we know that she's like probably the most conservative in Dallas. Well, we dug up the fact that she, her name was on like a Dallas Women for Trump organization. Right. Um, she said, I think that Ted Cruz lost a lot of support when he ran for president. To be honest, I, I was a Cruz supporter. Well, she first said, to be honest, I was a, and she almost said Trump supporter, but she said I was a Cruz supporter, (laughs) but he lost touch with everyone. I think Beto has a good chance. We live in the most conservative neighborhood in Texas and we've got Beto signs everywhere. Um, I don't think she means on her house. I think just like yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah, she's seen them. <laughs> um, and then she goes, I'm not going to criticize the president, but I'm going to say it's a different time in politics and we have to vote with our heart about what we know is right. Um, and then she says, we've always kind of towed the party line, but this time it's different. So, so the we there was... In, the Republican jumped out. Yeah. But the liberal jump the liberalist jumped out here i was joking to dan that like by the time this time next year she'll definitely be a socialist and what did you say it was funny i said she's gonna wear an, uh, an abolish ice t-shirt to the, <laughs> to the <laughs> reunion <laughs> so um i have a couple other things about yeah you got um, some intel yeah so a friend of mine sent along some intel he got from people who know the simmonses in texas and the westcott's and there's a little bit on the Westcocks, okay, sure. um, which I can also talk about. I need to pull up my two things. Um, so he said, uh, one thing is that Deandra was not born a Simmons, which we sort of knew because she made an allusion to the fact that she has a stepdad. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's something that is said very quickly yeah. and is not a story plot point. So it breezes over our brains. Right. Um, and her way of phrasing it was very specific because early in her life, during her debutante coming out time, there were mean girls um, who would constantly remind her that she wasn't a real Simmons. Um, this person, my friend, goes on to say, the billions came from Dee's husband's brother, who I forget his name, but he died only nine months after um, uh, Deandra's dad. Oh. Um, and his obituary, there was like an obituary in Forbes that was like, so and so Simmons dies. He famously said that like Obama was like the most evil person in the mm-hmm. world or whatever. Beautiful. Um, 
and he was a small part owner in his companies, which was where Dee and Deandra got their money. Um, the stepfather's brother had daughters a bit older than Deandra, who never let her forget that she wasn't their real cousin. So sad. Yeah, which actually makes the whole storyline of her wanting to rebel against her society upbringing. Uh, it puts more put that puts that more into context. She just wants to get closer to like her non-society roots. And I feel like what's funny is she's using what her stepdad said to her like on his dying days in terms of like you need to be yourself and make yourself happy and da 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 as like her motivation against her mom who does not want her to do that. Well, yeah. I think, and I also think that this situation is very Rose and Ruth DeWitt Bucator in Titanic, where oh Dee is holding on to, like, the title and the money, or the, like, the thought of the money when it's not really there, because all they have is their last name, you know? No, but it is theirs, because well, the, the, the stepfather died. I don't think they have as much as no, Dee's have... trying to make them think. No, but there, you sent something where, like, Dee made the stepfather set up a trust fund like before they got married or something right but like that will only let her survive through death it's not like millions and millions of dollars no that's millions and millions no it is millions and millions of dollars but it's not like it's not like riches upon riches upon riches because they're not the real Simmons they are Simmons adjacent they are the step Simmons no but that's for her I but like I think she like you, right, they, no, what I'm saying is that, like, they use the Simmons name as this big thing, mm. but they are not... There's a richer Simmons, is what you're saying. There is a richer Simmons, not a Richard <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like, if you... Oh my God. <laughs> it, but do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, there is a richer Simmons. There are, there are, <laughs> they are almost like second string Simmons. They are JV Simmons. Yes, okay, sure, um, I get that. But in Dallas... They can use the Simmons name, name. and it okay, all means okay, the same. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but there wasn't much info on Cameron that came out of this whole thing. Um, but the Westcots apparently were furious when Cameron signed up for the show, mm-hmm. except for her husband's brother's new wife, who also wants to be on the show, apparently. <gasps> Give her a fucking computer generated animated star. They got married over yesterday. the summer, and she begged Cam to bring the cameras to the wedding. We'll see if that happens. Um, and it looks like the sister-in-law had her bachelorette in Beaver Creek that also oh. involved PJs on the PJ, but it didn't seem to involve Cam. And there's a photo um, that I'll put in the Come Through Queen group. Yeah. Um, Beautiful group. Facebook. White coat, red lips is the thing, and the pajamas are plaid. Um, she also mentioned that a woman, the women in Cam's circle of friends are scared of her. Apparently, she's collected dirt on each of them and uses it to blackmail them to stay friends with her so she can stay in their social circle. Hmm. Yeah. Shall we get to this episode? Yeah, and I think that, like, Dallas seems crazy. Like, Dallas society seems crazy. Oh, yeah, and I think yeah. it's because they're, like, very rich people living in, like, a kind of... It's big fish in a small pond. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's get into this episode. An episode that I think I think it stayed consistent. Yes, I mean we're we're in our home base, so obviously we're not like living the high life on a trip, mm-hmm. but we still got a lot going on. Yeah, Steph is hosting a spa day, which I love, and Brandy's coming over to help audition this, the guys. Audition the guys. This spa day, however, is not at some spa resort hotel moment. No. This is in the Steph in-house 
spa. Yes. Which I do have to give her props for, because when we saw that house originally, it looked like a, a horror show. Mm-hmm. And she really turned that around she into a beautiful it. home. Yeah. Um, this party is Maloofian to me. Oh. Do you remember when Maloof had, like, stations set up at a weird house for weird plastic surgery shit? Yeah, but, like, I think it was, like, the weirdness of it all that differentiates, because, like, this felt this nice. nice. It also is, um... First season of Jersey, or was it second season? Oh, yeah. The like well, Botox party. When, when like Caroline Manzo was like <laughs> angrily watching the other women get Botox. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're interviewing. I almost said that inspired Glasgow girl be, trying to make a joke about Ed Sheeran, but never mm, mind. Okay. Continue. So we're interviewing uh, men to be wearing togas and greeting the women and feeding them grapes and. Uh, Waving the big leaves. Yeah, which the big leaves, spoiler alert, weren't big enough. I know. It looked like a mess. <laughs> but, uh, so the men come through. And, like, did they go to, like, the roundup and, like, pick from, like, the dancers yeah, there or something? Yeah, purely gay men. Allegedly. I mean, they, I mean, they seemed gay. They, I mean, they, the way they were um, interacting with the two ladies... Was more like uh, like a kiki rather than like a hey hubba hubba yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get like four, and Brandy and Steph love all four of them, mm-hmm. which is great, and want, they want to hire all of them. So great, we're like spending money in the Dallas economy. Yeah, and then we get a fifth, <laughs> who is like. A little twink who comes in with a kangaroo. A baby kangaroo. <laughs> like, literally a twink with a k- kangaroo. And, like, the weirdest part was, like, watching Brandy cradle the kangaroo while Stephanie, like, was trying to do what she did with the other guys, like, with the muscles. And he's like, she's like, show us your abs. And, like, this <laughs> twink is, like, lifting his little shirt. I felt very nervous <laughs> during this whole scene. <laughs> but also, they're screaming over the kangaroo, and the kangaroo's clearly, like, not... Understanding what's going on. So what's going to happen when this kangaroo gets old? I mean, I did agree with Leanne when she said later in the episode that this did not seem legal. Right. (laughs) Because, like, what happens when, like, those kangaroos get big? Maybe it goes to, like, the Dallas Zoo. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Okay. So... Cameron goes to meet up with Leanne, who's shooting a photo shoot for her, like... 300 dress photo shoot 175 moment. dresses but like where i stand is knock it down to like 75 and spare us some of those looks i mean no i wouldn't even say the looks spare us the color the color mixing and matching well that's part of that's like with a red thing on the thing is like one of the 175. And then I'm sure the black one is another one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they, they made it sound better by mixing and matching these like weird colors. And it's like... Like the red and the black look like you are a matador. Yeah. And also like if you have a ruffle over like your chest on one side and you don't have one <laughs> over your chest on the other side, it just looks crazy. I mean, it's it looks fine if it's all one color. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So... Not all looks are ready to wear, I would say. <laughs> but I like the, I like the I do like the concept. I think the concept is cool, and it's like like if you just get the black one, you could wear it 
a good 50 different ways. And at her, like. it's very Leanne at heart because like, I'm sure she felt the pressure of Dallas society having to show up at another event, mm. another night yeah. in a different dress. And this is a solution to girls like her who grew up in the carnival and want to be in the charity world. Yeah. This is how to get your charity world out of the toilet. Yeah. Um, Cam like compares it to sparkle dog, dog food. And it's like, we both have like this idea yeah. Like we both have like this like unique. We idea. are women, really making it. I love how her voice like goes like this all the time. <laughs> I'm like not even doing it justice, but I just love it. She, not for nothing, like she doesn't have the best storyline for herself, but she's a good housewife, Cameron. Uh, I think that oh. sometimes she's good. Sometimes she doesn't pivot and like mm. play along okay. well enough. Sure. But it was funny when they were recapping what happened last during last week's episode. Leanne trying to brand that episode as the smash room from hell. As if it's like the dinner party from hell or like the boat ride from hell. Self-producing. Like really, <laughs> she knows like about branding. Uh, so that was fun. But then we go to Brandyland. I love Brandyland. I love Brandyland. And did we like not know about this until this episode? I feel like I knew about it. I feel like I didn't get it completely. I thought it was more of like a Kyle Bay, Aileen Aileen 2, but Mm. online. Okay. Where like she worked with a distributor and she just picked different things, which she sort of does, but these are all like supposedly Brandyland products. Yeah. I mean, I just, I did not even know like of a whisper of this. Granted, I only really pay attention to Liam online, so... Maybe they, but maybe Brandy's been tweeting about it, and I'm just missing out on it. Yeah. Um, but I do want. So it's loungewear and resort wear, and I want to say the dress from Brandyland that Carrie wore to the event I loved. Yeah, I thought that like aside from like the graphic tees, I th- I liked most everything. Yeah, I like. Mm, I didn't like the one that they put Deandra in. It was like a cloud almost. Oh, right. Like a gray cloud. But like, I think if the situation is like, there's this distributor who might like reach out to influencers mm. and be like, hey, do you want to start a sure. line with that, with like a really easy lift? We just like use your name, yada, yada, yada. You get like a certain percentage of whatever. Yeah. That's definitely what this is. Yeah. Um, we'll put tags on them that say Brandyland. But like, but, some of the, they picked a good company to yeah, work with. Yeah. I mean, she definitely partnered up with like, not like a sloppy jalopy. It's not like Cafe Press. Yeah. Uh, but I did not like Leanne's not liking it and saying, like, all I could say is cute. Yeah, but, like, I think Leanne's been on some sort of, like, fashion journey for herself, and she thinks she's, like, a real fashionista these days. Uh, so, I, I mean, I like the concept of Leanne's thing, and probably even, like, the execution of just the purely black mix-and-match By the end of the day, like, I really liked a lot of the fashions at Brandyland. Yeah, I just, like, I need to do more looking into, like, how real it is. Like, what's available online. We should have done this research before. Oh, you know, we should have, like, tapped in Evan Ross Katz. Oh, yeah, Fashion Corner. Love Fashion Corner. Um, Evan, if you're listening, feel free. Tap in next week. Tap in. Send a a voice memo. Come through if you want. Why not? Oh, yeah, a post-Christina world that we're living in. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know when he's seeing her, because he's not going to Atlantic City. So probably in Radio City. He's going to a different Radio City night than we are, though. Oh. Yeah. We're going to have to... Obviously, we're we're talking about that in the DMs, baby. 
All the fighters. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to miss half that concert. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. You better be running for your lives from the Greyhound bus to no, that like, concert. Okay. Uh, so moving on. Cameron confronts Carrie at the Brandyland event. So what I liked about this Brandyland event is all the fights. We had like seven fights again. Yeah. It's like everyone was like fighting and making up, fighting and making up. Uh, the weird Cameron fight was just like bizarre. I like the part of like Carrie pointing while she's speaking and then getting yelled at for pointing. I know. And then Cameron pointing five seconds later, but it's an okay point because it was a low, <laughs> low point. Um, this fight is based on the fact that Carrie has been like playing both sides. Mm-hmm. So Carrie's going around and Carrie's playing a Tamara basically this yeah. season. And but her thing is like, if you tell me something, I'm gonna tell everyone. Like she's like leading with that, mm-hmm. which like is an interesting strategy, but also not how you play the housewives game. Yeah. Um so it like resolves with Carrie saying well, I saved you from another prank. Oh, yeah, the, the ball prank. Which was like, there was a scrotum stress ball that Brandy bought and was going to, like, give to Cameron at yeah. um, the thing. Like, why is she so scared of but, a penis? But then they go and then, like, confront... Br- they talk about it with Brandy. And that's all fine and good, but Br- and Brandy's really quiet. And then at the end of the night, when it's just Steph and Brandy... Brandy looks like she's, like, about to start sobbing over this, like, incident. And in my brain of brains, I'm like, she's not really upset about it. She's just kind of drunk. Yeah, that's what I, that was, I was hoping that's where you're going for. Because she did look, like, when Brandy's drunk. Like, you her can, eyes are, like, not focusing. You can tell. Yeah. And that's what I thought as well. <laughs> Uh, I think that so we, I think there were a few more fights. There were a few more fights in that party. There's like Deandra and her like piggy bank and oh and Leanne apologizing for talking about the two hundred dollars. Yeah, and saying I would hurt myself before I hurt you. And then there was one more fight. Oh, I think it was Stephanie versus someone. <laughs> was this? It was Stephanie versus Cam, I think. Oh yeah, because like. Stephanie got pulled into the carry fight. Yeah. Because it's still about the, I didn't bash a baby. <laughs> but then we get also Stephanie, like, telling Leanne that she wants to have, like, a real friendship mm-hmm. with her one-on-one. I loved one. it. I loved it. And... Stephanie's doing an amazing job this season. And spoiler alert, um, Stephanie was tweeting nice things about Leanne last night. Mm. So uh, this alert. reunion will actually be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, with regards to Cameron... The fact that we're still talking about Mexico is kind of like moveon.org. Right, but I do like a flashback with a dildo. Mm. Uh, Okay. So, we kind of wrap it up in a weird way in terms of Cameron talking to Court about the dog expo that she went to like an episode or two ago. And we got like be- like flashback footage. I would have liked to seen some more of that, or maybe none of it was worth it, and that's why we're getting the cutting room floor scraps. Well, like I think she had someone, like an assistant or someone, like uh, doing an iPhone thing. You don't, but it seemed like it was like an actual camera up. They didn't send cameras, otherwise they would have shown. They would have shown. Like, it looked like 
regular footage just with like the sepia tone. I don't know, dude. I think they would have shown. <laughs> okay, dude. Cameron alone in an airport. Cameron like trying like to get a car. Oh, yeah, Cameron yeah. like all of that. So they would have shown that. Yeah. It's like why don't you be a mom, and not an entrepreneur? Are you team court or team cam here? Obviously, I'm not. Someone, someone on the Facebook group did a side by side of Kavanaugh's high school yearbook photo and court, and it's really striking. They probably go to the same hair guy. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Team Cameron. Hello. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I and I also I just pulled up Cameron's sister in law's Instagram, and she has like a photo of her dog in front of a Ted Cruz sign, so... Oh, bye! <laughs> Yikes! Uh, so I think that's pretty much it for Dallas. I don't recall what happens during the preview. Maybe it wasn't that exciting. I feel like I was, like, zooming through so that I could yeah. switch over quickly to Big Brother yeah. so that I could then switch over quickly to... Or whatever order everything sure. came in. I don't know. Uh, so, let's... Wrap it up with our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So the Freak of the Week. Okay, Dan, you need to really... Sure, this is my fault. <laughs> uh, earlier this week, I think I like got home from work one day, and I was like, I want to watch something where I need to use the fewest brain cells possible. So I put on Wendy Williams. You should have listened to an episode of Come Through Queen. <laughs> now you need a few a few cells for that. <laughs> so on Wendy Williams, she was talking about how it was Tuesday, and she was talking about how Tuesday's the worst day of the week. Which she's just, not wrong. Points and, were made. And just rambling on about it. And then she recalls a famous actress back in the day, before her time, but she knew who she was, whose name was Tuesday. Uh, and let's play the clip. Now, I'm too young to remember exactly who she is. I just remember the name, Tuesday. Why would you name someone Tuesday? It's the worst day of the week. Rest in peace, Tuesday Weld. Yeah. Just saying. You know you woke up, you slicked your edges, you were like, that damn Wendy. I gotta pop my umbrella, the whole bit, and show up glamorous. Oh wait, she's not rest in peace. (laughs) I feel terrible. She's uh, still alive, and she's only 75. This moment on Wendy Williams brought so much joy into my life (laughs) when it happened. I was cackling. I was loving life. Do not rest in peace Tuesday. You're still with us. Oh, my God. Hopefully she gets a career resurgence after this. I know. I would love her to have, like, a Betty White moment just... Getting another show or I something. I feel like she's like 20 years younger than Betty White. You know, she is. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Wendy, I mean, you're a freak, but we love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and our one true queen. So, we've been hooting and hollering today about how awful today's been. Because it was the Kavanaugh hearings. Yes, continued part Kavanaugh. two, I guess, of the, after the break. 
and Dr. Blasey Ford uh, testified today, and it was like a wild ride. Yes, but very inspiring in terms of like her showing up and like she was enduring inspiring. everything. I think like universally, anyone who has a brain says that she was inspiring. Yeah, across the board, and I'm even including like so-called Republicans. Mm-hmm. In that. Um, it was all unfortunately ruined with Kavanaugh's follow up, follow up where he was yelling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really scary, but yeah, so she is our one true queen. Uh, so that's it for this week. Um, you can follow Dan at IDK, IDK. Yeah. You can follow me at not Brendan. I'm sure you'll be getting dispatches from the liberation tour all weekend. It's going to be miserable. Atlantic City, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's going to be fun. But I know. The, like, the first part's going to be miserable. Uh, and you can join the Facebook group where a lot of this news is breaking as it breaks. Uh, where we responded to it as a family. If you have any thoughts, you can call us at 617 No, it's no, not. 717 47 Freak. 717 47 Freak. Or if you're shy, you can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And that's it, baby. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.